<laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Sports with the Z and a T. I am Bryce Zelensky alongside Taylor Lattimore. We are presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by uh, Mohawk Honda, Johnson Supply in Troy, Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. Uh, we are going to finally have an episode that's under an hour i can i can 100 percent confirm that we will have an episode under an hour because we only have nfl to talk about we are going to get to nba down the line but I, i'm thinking maybe after christmas I, I don't i don't know like season starts at christmas season yeah. starts at christmas so that kind of makes sense um we might not have much baseball to talk about, so I don't know. And then, obviously, as the new year gets closer, college football is going to pick up again. So it's not going to last long. But I do want to remind our listeners that the final month of 2021 is here, believe it or not. And that means the holidays are approaching, or, well, pretty much are here at this point. I mean, hell, Christmas is next week. Hard to believe. Uh, make sure your home is safe and warm this season. Thanks to Johnstone Supply and Troy. The Goodman Furnaces are in stock. Goodman Furnaces are not only made in America, but they also have the perfect blend of efficiency, dependability for where you may live. Don't forget to clean out those air filters before your friends and family visit this season. Find out about the ways to purify your air in your home and to adjust your air filters before the big holiday events. By connecting with Johnstone Supply in Troy, visit them on 6th Ave in Troy from 8 to 5 p.m. or call them at 518-272-5922. Whether that is George, Tom, Kev, or James, the entire crew there will offer you the best recommendations for this season. Call them today to get the best advice on how to prepare your home for that snow and to change your boilers or furnace. Once again, call Johnstone Supply in Troy. Their number is 518-272-5922. Or leave them a comment on Facebook.com slash Johnstone Supply Troy NY. And uh, obviously, uh, you know, we were at the uh, Godzilla Media Christmas party on Friday. It was a good time. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Johnstone Supply and Tom, is, you know, they have a big say and are a big part of what Godzilla does. And thank you to Heineken and Hooters, of course, for giving us a damn good time as always. And it was a good night and it was a good way to kick off the holiday season. And of course the big topic there was the Godzilla playoffs. Obviously we'll get to that. We'll get to, Oh, wasn't a big topic. I wasn't talking about it. Well, yeah, cause you're not in it. Um, we'll get to that. I have a whole slew of things to say and Chet, I'm coming after you just so you know. Um, He's been the but best no, all year long, so I don't give a shit. I beat him. <laughs> I beat him, and I'll beat him again in two weeks too when I see him in the championship if he makes it there. Um, but obviously, another big talking point was the NFL and how wild this NFL season has been. And last week was not uh, an exception to that. By the way, our picks, Taylor. Um, we were both ten and four last week, so you did not gain ground. Sorry to break Damn the it. be the bearer of bad news to you. Um, we both I relatively know what I like. I vaguely remembered. Well, we, we had who we picked. Our picks were pretty good. Um, obviously, if we were ten and four, uh, we both had Carolina beating Atlanta. That did not happen. Yeah, we well, both had. Trash. We both had Baltimore beating Cleveland. Didn't have a Lamar Jackson injury on our bingo card. So we obviously did not yeah, get that, that right. 
right. And we we Can't both had that. no, we both had Arizona beating the Rams last night. Can't predict COVID either. Uh, so that's right, exactly, Otis. Thank you. Um, here's my point. Yes, um, I had Pittsburgh on Thursday night beating Minnesota. So you had the difference there. And then uh, yes. <laughs> And then San Francisco, Cincinnati, you had Cincinnati, I had San Francisco. And mm-hmm. so that, that evened out. We were both 10 and 4. But let's let's talk about some of these games real quick because, I mean, I want to break down week 15 pretty significantly because I think that's where most of the storylines are. But uh, let's start with the Monday night game, the Rams and the Cardinals, which, I mean, we, we both thought that was going to be the game of the week. It turned out to pretty much be – uh, pretty lot. The score doesn't really do the game I justice. Mean, it was. I, I, it wasn't. Time. Yeah, it but it did, it never felt that close to me. Yeah, it kind of felt like the Cardinals were playing from behind the whole game, which I mean, essentially they were. Um, but I think it, it was it was a good game though. It wasn't like the I think the game of the week was probably you know Bills Bucks possibly. Ah, the, the ah, it you. It, yeah. I'm going to, for the people that are watching YouTube right now, I'm going to put up the banner. And uh, for those that are not watching on YouTube, I will tell you what the banner reads. The AFC sucks, Taylor. The AFC is god awful. The Chiefs are just Mm -hmm. the best of it. The Bills are a bad football team. I'll say it again. The Bills are a bad, bad football team whatever they had working last year and do you remember at the beginning of the year when i said the bills are my team that are going to come back there their regression team of the year for me i I mean it just to me like this should be a better football team josh allen isn't having those fourth quarter winning moments like they would they start slow i mean they were down 24 to nothing i I mean this game was done um they they woke up but, when you really look at it, I think the problem with Buffalo, and I, it's kind of obvious to me, it's obvious to most anyone who watches them, is they're so one dimensional on offense. They, they can't run the football. Run the ball. Josh Allen should not be your leading rusher with 12 carries for 109 yards and a touchdown. I'm sorry, yeah. you got to get something going. You can't have Singletary and Bre- And I know they went up against the Bucks, but it's not just the Bucks that stop them. Pretty much every team stops the run if they have a good running game they usually win the game because that's when they can like, you know, what little run game they have can, can carry the day in between the, the throws, but you can't have Jonathan, uh, Josh Allen be the guy running and throwing for like 400 yards. It's, it's too much on one guy. Well, and here, here's the thing with the bills, like their defensive line is so undersized. So when, when you face an offensive line and a powerhouse like Tampa, it really showed because, I mean, start the Colts, to be honest. Right. right. And and the Colts did it to him, too. Um, Allen and on the offensive side of the ball, like the Bills have so many holes on both sides of the line of scrimmage that it's really hindering what they do. Like on the other side of the ball, it felt like Josh Allen was running for his life the entire time. And that's forcing him into bad decisions because of the pressure. He's not handling the pressure well. They can't run the football to take the pressure off Josh Allen. You can only throw the ball so many times. Look what happened two weeks ago against the Patriots. 
when, you know, the elements were there. You need to run the football. You had to run the football. They could not do so effectively, and they put up a field goal. Like, this is the, this is the type of thing that the Bills are going to have to do come playoff time when the weather is not good, when it is cold out, when it is miserable, and you can't rely on 80-degree weather and throwing the football 40 times. That's not playoff football. That's not what's going to win you. Look at the teams that are having success this year and what they're doing offensively. Like, it's been a big shift. The Colts are running the ball. The Eagles are running the ball. Uh, the the uh, Patriots are running the ball. The Packers are running, running the ball. <laughs> right. Um, and so this is uh, this is like almost like a transition year in the NFL where teams are going away from this air raid uh, throw 40 times. Patrick, the Patrick Mahomes and the Josh Allen's. Now, like I said, the Chiefs are fine. I'm not so worried about. I think the Chiefs are emerging, re-emerging as the best team in the AFC, which is not yeah, saying we'll a lot. But we'll uh, um, I just, to me, whoever is running the ball the most is going to have more success these last couple weeks of the season heading into the playoffs. And the Bills are not that. The Bills are not a good football team. They are not. And the quicker you all can realize it, the better off you're going to be because I told you all at the beginning of the year that they were going to be a regression team. And here they are. They're, they're the seven, they're the final wild card spot right now. The AFC is loaded by the way, with a bunch of mediocrity on the back end. The bills are the seventh seed. Like nobody really wants to win the AFC. Everybody's nine and four. The bills come back next. Try, try again next year. You have to change some things on the line. Screw Yeah. I think that, yeah, definitely change on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage. Just Absolutely. need to be tougher because, I mean, you if you go back to their game, the look at the last couple of games they've had, the, the Buccaneers, obviously a great run defense, and you're not going to be able to move the ball, so then you're forced to throw it with Josh Allen or have him run the ball, which is just not an efficient way to play. And I know that they ended up coming back, and they were, you know, it was overtime. It was within, you know, if they had gotten the ball first, who knows what would have happened, and maybe we have a different discussion. But – the fact of the matter is they probably shouldn't have let them back into that game because they definitely had control of it the whole time. And then Absolutely. obviously we all know what happened in the Patriots game. The Patriots literally ran it down their throat and the Bills couldn't answer on the back end. The they Colts did it too. I mean, the, teams are running against the I Bills mean. at will. And then like, you know, the, the Saints game, the Saints are bad. The Bills beat the Saints. Whoop well, they didn't have, they didn't really have, I mean, they were throwing Tony Jones exactly. out there and t- Trevor Simeon. So. The Colts ran all over the Bills. We know the Colts are a power rushing team, basically, um, just down your throat uh, all the all the time, all day long. And if it works, it works. And Jonathan Taylor is able to manhandle people. Bills, you beat the Jets. Good for you. Everyone does. <laughs> and then they lost to the Jaguars, where the Jaguars were unless able to hold them. Unless you're the Bengals when people cool. have you as your suicide <laughs> team. Then you don't yeah. beat the Jets. That's fine. And then we go back to the game where, at least in my eyes, uh, I really looked at it and I was like, oh, because they'd been winning up until that point, and then, and then the Jaguars game, and that's when it was like, mm-hmm. what, what just happened? What the Bills lost the Jaguars nine to six, and then you go into that game and you dissect it, um, just on the box score, and again, guess who laid, led the team in rushing? Hmm. Josh Allen with five rushes for fifty carries, mm-hmm. and then, and then above that. I mean, you drafted 20, Zach 23 carry, uh, 23 yards between Singletary and Moss. I mean, you draft you drafted Zach Moss in the second round and he's a healthy scratch uh, like every mm-hmm. other week. You're, Matt Breed, yep. you're trying to force feed Matt Breed. I mean, if you give Zach Moss the opportunity, 
he's a he's not very good, but he's a good running back. Like he he, he has good. had success. Games. He's had some he's, games, and so has Singletary. So I, I don't understand this this feel for them to not utilize that dynamic. I think it's a good one two punch, and uh, yeah. when you have Matt Breida leading the team in touches, it just uh, it, it 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 doesn't make sense to me. Um, I mean, you look at the stats, like Diggs' stats are good. Cole Beasley's stats are good. But they had to come back. Like, it, it was all garbage like time. Against, like, against teams like the 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 Washington, where they put up 43, or right. Texans, they put up 40. Like, right. Chiefs, like the, they put up 38, but that the, when the Chiefs like the, was playing like terrible. The, like, the Bills are one of those teams, like, at the surface – like their record isn't great, but you're like, oh well, they 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 came back. They they showed the good fight against the Bucks. No, this is not a good football team. Like they're, they're just not good. Um, and Especially I the think- expectations that they had, like they shouldn't be a team that competes with the Bucks. Like they're supposed to be, you know. The, and Lucy Tredavious picked to be in the uh, the AFC Championship game. And, and Tredavious White. I, I mean, I, I look. I by default picked them, but I didn't like that pick. You have them, and you ha- you were adamant about the Bills. I thought that they would at least make it there, but we um, both picked the Chiefs to come out of the AFC. I still, yeah, well, I still think that that's the case, I especially still with think Lamar. It's a good point, but you know, I still um, I still like the Patriots, but I, quarter, I can only take you so far in the playoffs. It's kind of where I'm going. Like it's a younger team. Like I get it, I understand it, but let let's the media. The media is really hyping the Patriots up a lot and shoving it down your throat. Because they want that... the Patriots Buccaneers. That's what they're Obviously. They want it. So so be Story be line. realistic about I mean the t- I mean Patrick Mahomes getting back to the Super Bowl for what the fourth straight year would be uh, a storyline as well. So I don't really know what the angle on that is. Yeah. And then of course the Packers look good. Uh that that was a pretty easy win by them on uh <clears throat> Sunday night. Uh the Bengals Lost to the Niners. That was, that was a pretty good game as well. Denver handled their business against Detroit. It's Detroit. Uh, the Giants are just horrible in every sense of the word. Um, losing to the Chargers. The Dallas Cowboys, Taylor. I want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, this is a team that, again, I feel like I told you so. I told you so. Like, yeah, they beat Washington 27 to 20, but guess what? This team's in trouble. Yeah, they might win the division because of the start that they had and the start that the other teams in the division had, but this team ain't going nowhere in a conference that has Green Bay, Tampa, Los Angeles, or Arizona. And let me tell you why. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott got this big contract, was playing at an unworldly level last year before he got hurt. I mean, he he really was at an MVP level. But now Dak Prescott is, I mean, he has six turnovers in the last three games. He was turning, he turned, he had a crucial, crucial interception uh, when they should really just be milking the clock. Uh, You were leading 24, nothing at halftime, 27 to eight entering the fourth quarter, held on to dear life for a 27, 20 victory. I, I mean, this is a team that, the offense is stagnant. They can't even rely on Ezekiel Elliott consistently. I mean, down the stretch, Corey Clement was running the clock out. Um, your defense was dominating 
Taylor Heineke slash Kyle Allen for three and a half quarters and then decide to, that it did its job and quit. Um, I mean, outside of Micah Parsons, this team is, I don't know, man, like the Cowboys, the Cowboys are in trouble. It, they're not, they're nine and four. They're three and zero in the NFC and prime position to claim the division. So don't, I, I, I don't want to should like say that they're not going to win the division. They probably are. It's just too late. But if this season, if it was more closer to October, I don't think this team would be the way they're playing would be winning the division and would be at risk of missing the playoffs. That's not that they have not been playing convincing football this past month and a half or so. Oh yeah. Dak Prescott definitely doesn't look himself. Um, You don't know if that's the injury. You don't know if that's, you know, residual, whatever um, from rehab and whatever else, or, you know, hangover from getting paid any one of those things. The fact that, I mean, you know, Tyron Smith limped off late in the third. So it's like, he's, he's been in and out. Um, they haven't had a real consistency on the offensive line, and that has also affected Zeke. And the fact that they didn't have Tony Pollard in this game, and he he was out with injury. Um, <clears throat> um, they also said Zeke. I, it's so weird that uh, McCarthy said that they took out Zeke because of an overabundance of caution when he like he wanted to go back in and he could have. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, at some point when like Washington, who's one of the hottest teams in the last couple of weeks because they've been winning. I don't- Starts charging back. Maybe you should put. I don't you know, running back. Well, that you well, paid. and that's just it. This is like Mike McCarthy maybe holding back this Cowboys team, right? Because like, mm-hmm. what? Where is there not a sense? You have two teams breathing down your neck, pushing you for the division in Washington and Philly. You're letting one of those teams that I just mentioned come back, and you think you're good? Like you don't need your highest paid offensive weapon? Like you paid them, you didn't pay Ezekiel Elliott that contract to get 13 touches a game. You gave yeah. him that contract to give him 20, 25 touches a game. So the team agrees with that. Like I, give the man the ball. Like let him eat. That's the whole thing. And if he can't handle it, then, then I don't know. You shouldn't have paid your running back. That's why you never pay running backs like that. Um, but that is neither here backs. nor there. And I'm scared about years down the line when when we have to think about paying Jonathan Taylor because that man is a beast and I love him and I will hold him tight right now. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, I, when I you look at the, I think it's a good win against Washington because of the fact that they are they were surging. Yeah, they but they've won four in a, or three in a row up until this point. I don't I'm not sure if it's three or four, but like you know, they're they're a team that you can't disrespect, and I think they played them well for three and a half quarters, and then they just kind of let the air out of the ball you know this cowboys offense is broken the running game is not working prescott had the two interceptions that i made that i that i mentioned and really he could have had about three to four more uh that could have been picked off if they weren't dropped there's no rhythm uh they scored one touchdown on six red zone trips and uh, I mean, the Cowboys have four games left, and if they want to be taken seriously compared to any of the other teams, they got to be better. And I hope they're they're not because I no, but like, yeah, but, but it comes down to it. Like I, I'm saying that it's a good win for them just because of the fact, like in division, like Washington was tra- surging and hoping to try to you know do something to overtake them or or whatever. But in terms of the overall picture for the NFC, I totally agree with you that like they are they are decidedly on the outside looking in as far as contenders go. Like I would take any of those top teams, you know, Packers, the Bucks, the Cardinals, even the Rams over uh, what the Cowboys are doing. And when it comes to the playoff time, 
I'm not betting on the Cowboys to get out of the first round. Are you kidding me? No. No. They're, they're going betting. to lose in the first round. It's the same story every single year. I mean, seriously, we see this movie every year. They come out in September and October. Oh, they're the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? They're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and here here you are in December. How how you feeling, morons? Um it, I think they just, feel pretty I'm, good at nine and four, but they can't feel good about their futures going forward, competing with the big dogs in the NFC. NFC. The top of the NFC is so so heavy. Yeah, the the, the Super Bowl champions coming out of the NFC. I I, 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 just, I have no doubt yeah, in my I, mind. Unless unless it's the Chiefs and they actually are what they look like they are, and they come back and and play it like if they if Chiefs play like they're playing now, especially their defense in you know January, then they are. A, very much a team to be reckoned with. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know how much stock to really put into that win over Vegas the way that they did, because they literally did it like a couple weeks before the same exact way where they just beat up on Vegas. So I don't know if it's just, they have their number, like they have Vegas's number. I don't know what it is. Vegas is, is obviously a bad team. They are the worst team in the AFC West um, down there at the bottom of the division. But the way that they beat up on them, it is convincing. But I do want to see them do it against like the Thursday. And they're going to have a chance to do it against uh, the Chargers, who are an up-and-down team for sure. They're not anywhere close to like a consistent AFC uh, contender. But I want to see them do it against that. I would love to see them do it against – you know, the Packers at full strength because I don't trust that win with Jordan Love at quarterback. They barely <laughs> won. Like, that, that, that is more, like, what I'm concerned about because when I look at the Chiefs, like, the, the games that they've won recently, we had this discussion last week. I don't know what to make of them. They haven't been against good teams. And the last team, good team, really good team they played, the Packers, they won, but they limped to a 7-13 to victory when Jordan Love was at behind center for the Packers. If Aaron Rodgers is there, I assume it's like a – you know, 20 some odd, maybe even 30 to 13 ish victory for the Packers. Like I just don't know if I can trust Kansas city against a good team. So maybe they can make it to the super bowl because the AFC is weak and the best team they're going to face, I think is going to be the Patriots in some fashion. And well, I, I believe in the Colts, but that's just homerism right there. I, I do think the Colts are a dangerous team if they make the playoffs, but, um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust Kansas city. I really don't. Well, before we get to week 15, which we will break it all down for you, bye weeks are over, Taylor. Yeah, let's just say the Colts, they won their bye week because they are now in in position and control their own destiny. So, so really, I mean, the the Eagles did too. I mean, kind of watching Washington take a take an L there that that's big, and the Eagles. I mean, they still control their own destiny. But seeing, I mean, there there's a couple teams at six and seven. So I, I can't complain with the bye weeks. Colts and the Eagles both both made out yeah, over Colts the bye week in the playoffs. As of right now, they're the sixth seed because they have that tiebreaker over the uh, Buffalo and and the Cincinnati loss. So just gotta win. Just gotta win our games. It's going to be tough and it starts this week. Uh, before we get to it, though, the current supply and demand challenges within the auto industry makes this a perfect time for you to go and get top dollar for your vehicle. And right now at Mohawk Honda, you can take advantage of the Kelly Blue Book instant cash offer. They will put cash in your hand for your vehicle the same day you come in, even if you don't buy from them. And that's a pretty sweet deal, especially for all you college grads or students that need a new ride or some extra cash. I can certainly feel you on that one. Mohawk Honda has consistently 
kept their lot fully stocked with hundreds of pre-owned vehicles and their large inventory makes shopping fun as you browse through the many makes and models to choose from. And you can also check out their full selection online. So if you don't have time to go in but want to do your research before you do so, you have that option to check out what they have before you go in right there online and stop in and say hi though to greg johnson the assistant general manager jake hot sauce doyle louis the vip met louis the vip man morales or one of the many helpful sales consultants there at mohawk honda there's a vast selection of honda certified pre-owned vehicles right now so it is certainly time to take advantage of that kelly blue book instant cash offer mohawk honda in glenville where they always go out of their way to please you and we have a full full slate of week 15 games taylor it's it's good to be back to a full slate and it kicks off not only do we have football but we have football on four days this week thursday saturday sunday and monday nfl season baby oh my goodness when the college when college football stops there's more and more nfl and i'm all about it we kick off this uh this week taylor with a big divisional game kansas city and the chargers the chargers still have a shot at the chiefs uh to win that division uh and i'm not saying it's likely but they still have a shot uh a big uh start for them would be to upset the chiefs at home on thursday night this is a big game chiefs offense seems i mean look they seem to be waking up right i mean they just put a 48 burger on the raiders um the chargers have looked better of late uh really t- taking care of the giants and taking care of the Bengals. now granted the giants i get it but the chargers have looked better of late so two teams pointed in the right direction both are in the playoffs if it were to start today this is a big game taylor but i, I mean look if we really think the chiefs are who we think they are and they're turning the corner patrick mahomes and the chiefs should go into los angeles and win this football game right yeah, if the Chiefs are who you say they are, if the Chiefs are who a lot in the media are trying to make them out to be, um, I, I'm i still skeptical. Like I said, I, I laid it out earlier that I, I'm still skeptical. But this will go a long way. If they win this game convincingly, then then yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, pointed in the direction of them being, you know, easily the best team in the AFC, the team that's going to make it to the Super Bowl. Um, if all things are considered. Well, when you look at teams that are really hurting right now and COVID is running rampant right now, and and that's a whole other frustrating part. Like I I think some of these protocols are a little too ridiculous, especially with vaccinated players with their protocols. Um, But I, 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 that's going to be a whole, that's a whole other discussion for a whole other day. Uh, But I, I think, you know, the chiefs have been pretty good, with not getting too banged up, not getting into any COVID outbreaks, knock on wood. Um, and, and they've seemed to be getting healthier as teams are getting less healthy, right? I mean, you got Clyde Edwards, a back. The offense is starting to get back into a rhythm. The defense is playing much better as the colder months are coming and the playoff push is real. The chargers had a little bit of a COVID issue last week, uh, but they survived it playing the giants. They should be, getting Keenan Allen back. Uh, There's a little question mark on Eckler's expected to play, but there's a little question mark on Eckler's health. So the Chargers are battling a couple things there. Um, But, but my gut said, look, the the Chiefs, I I feel like they're turning the right corner at the time. Let's get right to it. I'm I'm taking the Chiefs in this one. 
Well, it really comes down to it. If the Chiefs are who you and other people in the media are saying, like, that they are this team, that they are that, – that, like, that it's not the Packers game that I should be looking at. It's it's the the Raiders game that they just played where they put up nearly 50 um, and have, have had one of the best scoring defenses in the league. Um, I think since week six, they are the highest scoring defense in the league. Um, but – but yeah, if they're if this is what they are, where they they don't they're not as explosive on offense. They they can be for sure, but they're not as explosive, and they rely on defense and you know ball control, running the ball, trying to to keep you know not turning the ball over as much as they were. Um, which I mean, much maligned as Patrick Mahomes has been, it has been a lot of bouncing off the hands of his receivers, which mm-hmm. is a fixable thing. Like that's not him. That that's. That's not a bad decision. That's just maybe a little bit harder of a throw and the receivers not being ready, uh, mentally ready to catch it. So, yeah, I, I think the Chiefs should win this game if they are who we think they are. If they are the team that is going to take over control of this AFC and really prove that, once again, they are the best, then this should be a game that they win. And uh, Chargers are, you know, inconsistent as all hell and it's hard to predict week to week. But I'll go Chiefs. Let's go to the Saturday slate of games. There's two this coming Saturday, Taylor, including your Colts. We'll get there into a second. But the first game on Saturday is Vegas and Cleveland. And look, Vegas is coming off its worst loss of the season, 48-3 to against Kansas City. It seems like they have finally hit that wall. Cleveland coming off a big divisional win, albeit against Tyler Huntley and the Ravens, <laughs> not Lamar Jackson. But Cleveland, they're somehow just – Chugging along, man. I mean, Cleveland, every time we want to say Cleveland's done, Cleveland's done, Cleveland's done. That defense is playing really well, led by Miles Garrett, David Clowney. They're running the football now that Chubb is back. They lost Kareem Hunt again, but that we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, but this team, it, it, Baker, Baker's playing well enough. Not good, but well enough. Um, the state of the Raiders right now, I can't trust them. I'm going to go Cleveland. Yeah, I agree with you. If you look at the, the Raiders' last couple games, I mean – it's been a lot of losses, hard loss to the chiefs loss to the Washington Redskins. or sorry, sorry, the Washington football team, football team to you, sir. <laughs> I take out that Cowboys win on Thanksgiving because it was weird. And you know, Cowboys were missing some pieces and even then they still barely beat them. Um, loss to the Bengals, another loss to the chiefs, another beat down from the chiefs loss to the giants. And, and then going back to when they beat the Eagles, which is their best win in the last nine games. So, uh, Raiders are going down. Raider, Raiders are in a downward uh, spiral. It looks to me that they're a, a downward trajectory. Um, Browns uh, can't really trust them all that much, but you know they they were able to beat you know the Lamar Jacksonless uh, Ravens. So you give them credit there. If if their running game is healthy, then they always have a shot because as we discussed earlier, especially when it gets down to these times where you know the weather is an issue sometimes. Uh, they are playing in Cleveland. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but you know, I'm going to go Browns. I'm going to trust the running game over whatever the Raiders are putting out. Well, speaking of running game, uh, let's get to the Patriots and the Colts. I mean, this game. I mean, there, there might be about 25 combined passing plays the entire game. <laughs> uh, John between Jonathan Taylor and what the Patriots do to limit what Mac Jones does. Uh, this is going to be a good game. I mean, the Colts are trying to push for that playoff spot. The Patriots, you're still trying to figure out, are they 
legit or not Super Bowl contenders. I, I'm on the boat of them not, but I'm also not a huge, huge believer in the Colts long term. Um, <laughs> I have a hard time picking uh, the the Colts in this one the way the Patriots are playing though. I am gonna go, and I know I know what you're picking. That's why I'm picking. My making my pick first because we already know what you're making. I'll let you state your case, but uh, um, I'm gonna just just to be just to be the guy. Um, but no, my gut says the Patriots are gonna win this one. Uh, Carson Wentz is gonna make some ill advised primetime turnovers, and uh, you know, it's just gonna be the same song, different year, and uh, for those who are not watching the YouTube, I was heavily rolling my eyes. Um, but I get where you're coming from, and uh, maybe even a deep down, in you this, know I'm right. <laughs> the reaches of my mind, brain, and heart. Should I probably pick the Patriots? Probably because I mean, I, especially me. I, I I mean, I just said like two weeks ago that I thought that they were the best team in the AFC, and I still believe that they're up there and that they could be. Um, I think their defense is the best in the AFC, maybe the best in the entire league. Um, that being said, <laughs> that being however, said, this is you're a, rivalry a Colts fan game and you're gonna pick because no, the Colts it's not. God, Colts and the Patriots have a storied rivalry going back to Tom Brady versus and Peyton they Manning. have a storied history. Peyton Manning is retired. Tom Brady yes. is in Tampa. It's not a yes. rivalry. But we also were the ones that uh the Colts the and the Pats game. are not a rivalry. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. As far as out of division rivals can go, they are. It's just a fact. All Colts fans look forward to the Patriots. No, well, look forward to it kind of. They want to beat them, but often we didn't when we didn't have Peyton Manning. I guess when you're in but the AFC also South, I guess for, when you're in the uh, AFC South, you have to grasp for straws somehow. A, so Who's going to be a rival in the AFC South? The That's my Titans, point. The so Titans, you have to. The Texans, like, like, the Jaguars? No. Like the Patriots are looking down at you like like some unwanted redheaded stepbrother that just won't stop. And you're like, you're our yeah, rival. And the Patriots like, no, we're of, not. They think of the Eagles. They probably think of the same way. That's obviously a rivalry, but no. Eagles and Dallas Patriots, is one of the most stories. Patriots to... circle it too. How does that Patriots compare? circle it too. They're not because they're in division, but I'm not talking division. I'm talking out of division. <laughs> Are you you're done ridiculous. explaining? You know that? No, I'm not done explaining. I haven't even started. <laughs> So shut the fuck up and sit down, all right? I am sitting down. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for you to finish. You hear the Otis in the back? He's telling you to shut up. I'm waiting uh, to get to an actual rivalry game, uh, and here you are talking Colts and what, Patriots. What, we have a what, we have a rivalry uh, game coming up. Can you speak why you think the Colts game? are going to win? And the Browns? No. Would you let <laughs> talk about the Colts so we could get to it? Okay. Uh, fuck. Well, <laughs> well, then maybe you should just let me talk and not pin pin prick every freaking thing i say um this rivalry game um is gonna you're be un, uh, it's gonna be really heated and, and the, the colts have led by 10 or more points in 10 straight games they've only gone seven and three in those stretches they probably should have gone you know 10 and 0 in those stretches but they've given up a lot of uh key you know plays at key times where carson makes a bad mistake and that worries me a ton when they're playing a Bill Belichick-led uh, defense that is pretty good at making quarterbacks make mistakes. Um, but I trust that we rely on the run game and we we shove it down their throats as much as humanly possible. 
our, our run defense is top 10, I believe, in the league. So I'm not too worried about that in terms of being able to stop them, unlike the Bills. Um, I think that we'll be able to slow them down enough and try to make Mac Jones do what he can, which hopefully is not much. Um, so I think we have a, as good a chance as anyone. I mean, we again, we're hammering this. If you run the game, run the ball, you have as good a chance as anyone to win a game um, if you can control the line of scrimmage on, on both sides. And that's what the Colts look to do. They have a pretty good run defense and a very good rushing attack. And I think that they can do this. Plus, they have to. They, they have to win a couple of these games. The next two games, obviously, are them and the Cardinals. Two playoff teams, two head of the conference teams. It's going to be rough. It's going to be hard. But they have to win at least one, if not both of these games. So I'm going to pick the Colts. Dallas and the Giants. An actual rivalry game. Dallas heads Dallas to and the Giants. Who cares about Dallas and the Giants? No one. No one. Look, I hate both of them, but it's a rivalry game. That's a rivalry. Unlike what makes the, it a rivalry? That they play a lot? They're division rivals. That's, so they play a lot. That's the, what you just said, is that they're division rivals. So, so they're in divisions that they play a lot, so it's a rivalry. Not that either one of them has ever no. been good. Or in the, at no, because I'm not going to sit here and say the Eagles and Washington is a rivalry. Eagles, Dallas, Giants. And then Washington's like that unwanted, you know, stepchild that is just there because everybody has yeah. to have that team. But those yeah, but three the, are rivals. That's that's the a Cowboys rivalry. Literally, were, uh, when Packers and Bears are a rivalry. They said it was a rivalry. Every team that plays each other twice a year can't be a rivalry. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were a rivalry. The Patriots and the Colts are not. Makes no sense just because you changed. No one gave a shit about the Colts after Peyton Manning left when it was Tom Brady. Are you gonna say the Patriots and the Broncos are a rivalry? No, okay, then why why wouldn't you? But why wouldn't you if 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 it was just about the player moving teams? So, so, so when the Peyton Manning went to the Broncos, why did the Broncos and Patriots become a rivalry? It wasn't the rivalry was about Peyton and Tom. No, it wasn't just about. Yes, it was. Also, no. we literally told on them like the Colts game was the reason that the Flake Gate happened, and so you don't think that they're salty about that? That doesn't make Obviously, it a rivalry. That. What makes it a rivalry? The fact that they play twice a year because that's the only freaking thing that you've you you have to you have to beat the Patriots for it to be a rivalry. Okay. Uh... Oh, <laughs> see that that that's cutting. <laughs> that's that's cutting right there. I didn't like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. just because we yeah. couldn't do it doesn't mean that we weren't hard. Yeah, yeah, you, didn't you didn't do it. Happened. You didn't do it. It's not a rivalry. We didn't cry after every loss. <laughs> Cowboys, Giants, uh, Giants are really bad. Joe Judge might be the out Giants the door. Do, um, no, I'm, not, I'm done. Just keep going. Keep going. We try to keep this under an hour. It's 38 minutes right now. We need to move. Giants are on the verge of firing Dave Gettleman. Joe Judge possibly out the door as well. Um, this is going to be another Mike Glennon game as Daniel Jones has not been cleared yet to play. Um, as much as I don't like how Dallas has played, Giants are just too bad right now. Dallas is going to win. Yeah, of course. I don't even want to talk about it. Cowboys defense has been good-ish, especially in the first half at least of that Washington game. Uh, Micah Parsons, whew, he, he was a good pick. I know you you know all about Micah. 
I was about to say, he is one unbelievable uh, young prospect. He's not even a prospect anymore. He really is um, a budding superstar in the NFL. Just sucks to see that he's on on Dallas. Um, but <laughs> you you just knew right right from the moment he stepped on the field his his freshman year at Penn State. You just knew it was kind of like Saquon Barkley. He just kind of had that like feel of pure dominance that he knows he's the best player on the field. And he's just proven it week in and week out. I mean, he has six straight games now with at least a sack. I mean, he is himself carrying that Dallas defense. And it, it, it has been fun to watch just seeing him quickly become one of the better players in the league. Uh, I don't think there's much to talk about in this next one. It might be hard to pick a winner, though. Houston and Jacksonville. Oh God. Um, Trevor Lawrence doesn't have a passing touchdown in the last four games. Um, the Jaguars haven't gotten over 20 points this season and Houston is starting Davis Mills. Uh, Urban Meyer is still somehow the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just want to, uh, before we go too far, I, I just want to, I, for the fun of it, I, I was playing Madden, and I was like, "I'm gonna start a franchise. Let me pick. Let me pick a bad team. I picked the Jaguars. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster. The first week, I threw like five touchdowns. The next week, seven interceptions. <laughs> it, it, it's been it's been quite the roller coaster. Just want to put that out there. Is Lawrence your is Lawrence your QB, or did mm -hmm. you do like a oh? So you're using no. I'm replace. using. I'm actually using like Lawrence as the QB. That's all I'm controlling. Really, I'm not doing the defense or anything. I'm just doing like Lawrence and the offense. Gotcha. So I think it's you can do a better job than Urban Meyer. Um, hey, I, I think I'm like seven and three at this point. So yeah, I'm go. definitely doing better than him. Uh, this is a just a horrible, horrible game. I, is this? Are they going to actually put this on TV in any market? Like, un unless you have Sunday ticket, are you going to be able to see this game? Like, I truly wonder if Houston I mean, and Jacksonville even want to see this game. I think they will in Houston and Jacksonville. <laughs> Do, they? Do they? Yes. yes. I mean, people still watch Jets games. They play them here. So, I mean. No, really? You know. <laughs> My uh, buddy who's a Jets fan doesn't even watch them. He's no, a dire you know, Jets but, fan. I mean, uh, you know, we have a whole home for it over here. I'm in 104. Sorry. That, that what place? I never even heard of it. Um, the home for the Jets. Fitting, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Say less. Um, we do have to pick a winner of this game, though. Houston, oh, Jacksonville. Texans, because they're slightly worse, slightly better, maybe, than the Jacksonville. All right, heads, heads, I pick Houston. Tails, you pick the, I pick the Jacksonville, Jags. and I'll pick the opposite, just to be fun. Okay. Just to be fun. <laughs> I get Jacksonville, you get Houston. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's put money on it, make it fun. Let's not. Let's let's not. I, I don't want to put my money up to the fate of Houston and Jacksonville. All the marbles, all the schmeckles that we have oh are life savings on this oh game. My, that's terrifying. Um, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Uh, the Titans are, I mean, look, they, they shut out Jacksonville. So, I, I mean, we just got done shooting on Jacksonville for the past five minutes. But, I mean, Tennessee's still hanging around, too. They're 9-4. They're at the top at, at Pittsburgh. Man, does Pittsburgh look bad, um, really bad. Um, Tennessee is kind of stabilizing a little bit. Like, their defense is still good. 
They figured out something with Deontay Foreman in the backfield. Uh, Julio Jones is back. Now he's not, you know, the Julio Jones that you all know and love, but he's, he's a presence. And I, I think the Titans are stabilized enough. Like we're like Pittsburgh. I mean, if you get smacked around by Minnesota, something's wrong. Okay. Um, I'm going Tennessee on the road. Yeah. I mean, I'm leaning Tennessee too. I mean, we, I, Steelers are not good. Like they're, they're really not. Um, they have a decent defense and sometimes like, you know, when like um, Ben, big Ben has like an extra coffee in the morning or something, he has a little more pep in his step. He can maybe throw the ball a little farther, but like, and then chase Claypool will celebrate when the clock is ticking down. So, you know, Oh my God. What a fool. And then did you see the post game afterwards where he tried to sure blame it on everyone else but take accountability for I was doing did. my thing. He was mm. like, I did my thing. And then he was like, Yeah, well, maybe if you didn't and just ran and gave yeah, it maybe, to the umpire. Maybe if you didn't do your thing. Yeah, and uh, like <laughs> just handed the ball as quickly as you possibly could to the referee and not make him walk to you, then maybe you could have, you know, saved a couple seconds. Like I just did my thing. It was so stupid. It was like, could you just not do your thing when there's 30 seconds left in the game? Maybe whatever um yeah so, that was yeah, bad I, and i like claypool too but so I like that was claypool even as a player but like i just didn't know that he was such a bonehead um i mean I'm went to Notre dame so um <laughs> i'm going with titans as well jets at dolphins dolphins are playing some good football taylor um oh, the yeah. dolphins have really have really woken up i I don't think they'll crush the Jets because I think this is kind of not that the Jets are going to compete. I think this is kind of like one of those Dolphins games where it's going to be ugly. It's going to be like 13 to nine. Dolphins are going to win, but I just, it has a dumb man. I I have a feeling that this is going to be a brutal, brutal for the Jets. I I think Miami has found something uh, on defense and their offense has been coming alive as of late, you know, watch out for the fighting Tua's baby. Yeah, Waddle and Gaskin. I mean, I was talking to someone who uh, was playing. So this is a fun one. So he's he's got Dak Prescott. It's Eric, I'll tell you. It's, it's, it's my fans, Eric. He has Dak Prescott. But, like, Dak hasn't been playing amazing. And he has Tua, who's playing the Jets. And I'm like, it, it, it's Dak kinda... plays the Giants. Yeah, that, that is true. But I don't know. I don't, I don't no, know. I was I'm, like, I play, you, pause. like when I, it comes I playoff, no, when it comes playoff times – you, you took Dak Prescott to be your starting quarterback in playoff time. You're yeah, you're you, gonna play Tua against the Jets. Uh, it's the Jets. It's the Jets. It's if the Giants. You're play Tua, yeah, but if you if there's any ever a time you're gonna play Tua, it's when he's he's been hot right now. He's been hot the last couple of games. Um, I don't know, man. I I I I would be sick to my stuff. I, I don't know. I'd rather. Uh, I feel good at starting anyone against the Jets. Let's be honest. I I, I that just. I think it's going to be a blowout, honestly, because the defense has been playing well. They're, they're, you know, they're going to pressure hard and they're going to force turnovers. Um, the only thing would be, are, are the, you know, are they going to run the ball or are they going to throw the ball? I don't know. I, I, I think that the Miami wins this handily. Let's go to the Eagles and the Washington football team. Eagles back from the bye. Uh, at home against Washington, and it's expected that Taylor Heineke will play. Um, but if not, it will be Kyle Allen. I don't think it matters. Uh, Washington is kind of, you know, slowly bleeding out with all the injuries that they are they are getting. And the Eagles are playing some damn good football, have won five of six. 
Uh, and Jalen Hurts is expected to be back. Jason Kelsey and Miles Sanders will be back as well. Eagles at home. Eagles by a lot. Go Birds. Um, I'll pick Eagles. I don't know by a lot. I mean, you glossed over that five or six, but that one loss was an ugly loss to the Giants. But Everybody you know has what? bad it's losses. Playing well. It's still been playing well. Everybody has bad the losses. Giants? Yeah. The Giants. Such a bad loss. Such a bad loss. <laughs> Eagles over Washington. Go birds. <laughs> oh, Bryce. You want to talk about your Colts? Through this you and want... slap. Hey, I don't have a bad loss like that. Name one. Name the bad loss the Colts have. I don't know because I don't all care about losses. mediocre They're all team. good losses because they should have won all the games that they lost. All of them. Yeah, so should the Eagles. I mean, give me a – come on. Uh, sort of the game that the Carson Wentz got hurt, maybe that game, but oh, was, Car- was, Carson Wentz got hurt. Which game was that? Um, yeah, well, he's so- only been hurt in one game, and that's why you're getting a first round pick. So shut up, yeah, we yeah, are. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> he's played like 99% of the snaps, he played on two sprained ankles for you for the cause. He didn't do it for me, no, obviously, he didn't do it for you. I'm being sarcastic. He didn't do it for the Eagles, obviously. He did it because we have no backup quarterback and we had no fucking choice. Was, what are we going to do? Trot out Sam Eller? We might as well just forfeit the game. Hey, man. Those Texas products. There's are something special. Um, yeah, Aaron's... one throw in the season and it's an interception. So There you go. Uh, and Vince Young <laughs> is their claim to fame. Arizona at Detroit. Um, I, I mean... Oh yeah, I mean this is going to be a brutal. Yeah, Arizona by by a lot, like seriously by a lot. Uh, yeah, that that's going to be bad. Uh, Carolina at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo. I'm going to pick Buffalo to win this game, but it's not because okay. of Buffalo. It's because of how bad Carolina is playing right now. Cam looks horrible. Agreed. They're going to they be rotating in Cam and PJ Walker. I mean, ew. any 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 team that has a quarterback rotation, no, just no, just no. If you have a quarterback rotation, it means you don't have a quarterback. And if you don't Correct. have a quarterback, you are a bad. You're not winning. You're not win. You're you're not winning games in the NFL if you don't have a quarterback. No, uh, unless you're playing another team that doesn't have a quarterback. Cincinnati at Denver. I, I believe Cincinnati is trying to make its you know final push for the playoffs. Joe Burrow. This Bengals team is play played a little better last week. Denver coming off an emotional win against Detroit with everything going on with the Marys Thomas and everything out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, this is still a Denver team that when they face good offenses, they typically struggle because their offense is not meant to put up a lot of points. Bengals offense, if anything is explosive, Broncos are, are not. So if you get Denver out of their game, they're not really going to come back. I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. I think this could be a really close game just because the Broncos do have. A oh, it's Graves close game. It's Graves close game yeah. when you think it shouldn't be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that, and that, that the Bengals could struggle a little bit with that uh, defense. But I do think that, I mean, I, I believed in the Bengals every single week. And even when I pick them and they lose to the Niners, it's like, it's still a close loss and they should probably still win. The Chargers game was one that I was, I was kind of blown away by how, how much they stretched out that lead. Um, but when the Bengals are on, they're on. And I think that they're due for one of those games, um, even against the tough Broncos defense. So uh, I'm going to go Bengals again. I probably will regret it because I feel like 
every time I pick the Bengals, I feel like they lose. But. We uh, we have four games left, Taylor, before we head to fantasy. Uh, Atlanta There's at nine San minutes Fr- before. I know Atlanta at San Francisco. Uh, I mean, Atlanta is bad. Yes, they beat Carolina. San Francisco is trying to push for the playoffs. I, I you know, this time of year, you kind of look at teams that have more to play for. Right now, San Francisco has more to play for. Matt Ryan is on the twilight of his career to say the least Atlanta's just not a very good football team. I'm going to go with San Francisco at home. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with San Francisco too. Falcons are not very good in San Francisco. Like I just said, beat the Bengals who I think highly of. I really do think highly of the Bengals. Um, and the Niners at home Falcons have to go on the road for this one. Yeah. I think, I think it, it's a Niners. Uh, an NFC West divisional game, Seattle at LA. Uh, the Rams coming off a very impressive win when they're shorthanded um, against the Cardinals. Now, this game gets a little interesting, Taylor, because the Rams might have a lot of people out with COVID. They just put nine more players on the COVID reserve list on Tuesday, including. They closed the facility too. They closed down the facility. They sent everybody home. They did their game planning virtually today. Uh, among them, Odell Beckham Jr., Jalen Ramsey, obviously missed Monday night. He's still in protocol. They are missing a lot of starters. Seattle is not very good, though. Mm-hmm. The Rams were able to show up when they had to against Arizona. I feel like they'll do enough, even shorthanded against Seattle, though Russell Wilson looked better. Um and they might get some of these players back depending on what happens. I'm sure a lot of them are, and as Sean McVay said, a lot of them are vaccinated. So if this turns out, they can quick turn around, produce two negative COVID tests. It's early enough in the week. They should get at least some of these guys back. I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams too, but it, I think it really comes down to the Seahawks. And if, if this Rashad Penny uh, situation um, is real or not, uh, I mean, Penny's been there for so long, it feels like, and he's just never really 2018 first rounder. He's been hurt. Yeah. Yeah. He's been hurt in and out of the lineup. And even when he's gotten chances, he hasn't really done much with them up until this last game where he was given the rock and like really well, given the rock. And when and Chris he, Carson's out for the year and you know, Alex Collins isn't doing anything and you need to kind of take the pressure off Russell Wilson. Why not? I mean, yeah. in a lost year, why not give him a shot? I, I mean, see well, what you what have I- in him. That's what I mean, and but it, but it's been like 2018. You said like you know you know you should know. know what you have with them. It's it's been four what four years. So it like I know. I, I mean, but if 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 now he's finally getting a shot, if now he's finally ready to go, healthy, ready to do what he did last week. Uh, granted, it's the Texans. Let's let's keep that in mind. The Texans let anyone run all over them. Um, mm. but I'm excited to see if they can use him um, and he'd be as successful or near as successful as he was. But I am going to take the Rams because the Rams just feel like the better team right now. Uh, COVID aside, you don't know how that's going to shake out. But since you said, I mean, a lot of them, almost all of them are vaccinated. So um, they hopefully will be back before and be able to play. I don't know what the, uh, what is it? Is it two? I know what the NBA's is. I don't know what the NFL. They have to produce two negative COVID tests in 24 hours. Okay, yeah, same as the NBA. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, also, shout out to Gold, uh, Steph Curry. He just became the uh, all-time leader in uh, threes. He just passed Rayon. Yep. Just a second ago. There you but, go. Didn't Rams. do it against the Sixers. 
No, he's been trying. He he's been trying for like four. Every like ESPN's been hyping it. Like, is he gonna? He only has to hit ten. He only has to hit fourteen. He only has to hit nine. Well, like that's ESPN. They have nothing else better to talk about. Uh, Green yeah. Bay at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is an assassinated affairs. Now you don't know if Lamar, the expectation is Lamar will be back. Um, but they're not playing very well, even with Lamar right now. Green Bay is on Green Bay is on a warpath. I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now, Taylor. Um, Green Bay, in my opinion, I mean, they were my pick to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. I firmly am confident that they are going to be the NFC's representative and could even go and win this thing at this point. Um, The Packers are for real. They're going to beat the Ravens, and it's going to be a blowout, especially if Tyler Huntley's in that quarterback. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if Tyler Huntley's in the quarterback, it's it's almost a given that it's going to be a blowout. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it feels like the Packers' last dance, doesn't it? Because, you know with Aaron Rodgers set to leave soon, maybe yes. Devontae Adams going with him. Like, this is the last dance. This is win this year or you get nothing out of the uh, – one. you get one Super Bowl out of the entire um, uh, Aaron Rodgers era. And to have one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, especially in terms of talent, maybe the, one of the most talented ever, um, and only come out with one Super Bowl – just not good enough. So they're gonna they're gonna push. They're gonna push, and they seem like they're the, one of the best teams, if not the best team in the league. So yeah, I, I think they'll beat the Ravens, especially if Lamar's not there. It's not even a question. One final game, Taylor. It's the Sunday night, or no two. Oh, I'm sorry. We have five. I didn't even look at the Monday night game. We have two games left. Sunday night first, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Um, look, Taysom Hill and the Saints were you know admirable in in beating the. Very tough task of the New York Jets. Um, but, however, now they play a real football team, and that would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Uh, then uh, there's no way I'm taking the Saints at this one. Um, I'm not going to take the Saints, but um, the only argument you can have is that like, yes, yes, they, yes, they, yes. They, they, they play that then the game they had earlier. And granted, that was on the road. That was in – New Orleans. Um, this is not in New Orleans. This is in Tampa Bay. Um, so I, I lean the Bucks, but the Saints did take it to him last game, but I don't think that happens twice. Monday night football, the Vikings at the Bears. Uh, this game just is gross. <laughs> yeah. So gross. I feel about this game. Um, the Bears are just bad. I'm sorry. The Bears are just too bad going the Vikings. You know what? Screw it. Like, Another primetime game for Kirk Cousins. I who hope you're right by this would who, help the Eagles. So I hope you're who right. Thinks, who thinks he can do it twice in a row? I don't. I'm taking Chicago. Justin Fields comes out and he, he's gonna he's gonna showcase what he can do and the future of the Bears going forward once they get rid of Matt Nagy and they have an actual uh, uh, ability to a real win. NFL head coach. Yeah, that'd be yes, nice. Yes, with with a quarterback who is dynamic. So I I think he shows out tonight. And yeah, he, they are on Monday, I should say. And I think Chicago beats them because, you know, the Vikings, they're not very good. I hope, I hope you're right because that would help the Eagles tremendously. Um, before we head to fantasy, I do want to remind everybody that we are also sponsored by Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga so Springs. Uh, I'm trying to hold off till closer to Christmas um, and because then we have a wedding on New Year's eve to go to so i just feel like that's a good time but yeah definitely get your cuts in check out jeremiah and the guys up at saving face uh barbershop up at saratoga springs like i said off exit 13 and they have all the uh awesome 
you know, TVs, uh, comfortable chairs. They, they have a really cool atmosphere up there. You're really going to enjoy yourself. And they have a bunch of different styles and a bunch of different offers to present to you that that's, you know, close face shave. Uh, they have at home services as well. They have senior uh, military and youth discounts. They have different, uh, they, they have a bunch of different stuff. I, I believe they even have like, um, like a hour and 50 or hour and a half, like hundred dollar, uh, like whole design thing that they got going on now. It's really awesome. They're, they're really good guys and they have great opportunities and great offers there. So go check them out. Uh, you could give them a call. You could go online and book your appointment as well. You could see whatever's available. You can go through your calendar, whatever works and pick your barber show up and you'll be in and out looking better than ever. I want to talk about fantasy though. I really, really want to talk about this fantasy. Oh man. We're not going to make it to under an hour. Like That's okay. We just hit an hour. <laughs> I am public enemy number one in the Godzilla playoffs. And I, I love it. I love it. Do you know why? Because first off, I had the gripe. And I'll say, and and I said it on the show, and obviously it took wind uh, throughout the league, and I'm I'm fine with it. I I want it to take wind uh, throughout the league. That I had an issue with the playoffs starting last week, and the reason of that being is, like three very important players on my team had buys. Um, I, I just I've never had the and and. Gaza's reasoning, I understand, right? It's a cool idea, like everybody plays everybody once. However, and I won, so I'm still I'm still chug- chugging along. I, you know, I'm just too good. That's that's fine. But um what my problem was was I didn't have QB1, which is Jalen Hurts. I didn't have my backup tight end. By the way, Hawkinson was out, so I didn't have my backup tight end. And Daryl Henderson was on COVID, so I did. I had to flex Michael Gallup. Luckily, he did something. Um, so this got wind. Obviously, Goss has the fantasy football podcast with Chet and uh, Kyle, and yeah, you know, it, it, it's a good show, and they give you great advice. And I definitely strongly recommend listening to them because it's a good show. However, however, last week they came out hot. To me and and Dan, by the way, they they went after mm-hmm. Dan pretty hard too. And me and Dan were talking about, um, but I mean they you know they were they were talking about. I don't understand his gripe. Uh, you know he half the you know the people that are on his buys, he's not even playing anyway. Excuse me, I made the playoffs based on the fact that I drafted Jalen Hurts in the eighth round and he's QB one. Mm-hmm. I need my backup tight end. Because Hawkinson, they were like, oh, yes, Hawkinson. Well, he's like, gosh, who's his, who's his actual tight end? And Gus was like, it's Hawkinson. Oh, he's fine. Bullshit. Hawkinson was never going to play last week. He never did. He's on a bye. So guess what? I have to find a tight end. I streamed Austin Hooper. Worked out. Yeah. Then they were like, oh, well, he wouldn't even be starting. Look at those running backs. Aaron Jones, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Daryl Henderson. He's not going to start Miles Sanders. Daryl Henderson's on COVID, on the COVID list. Miles Sanders is part of the league's best rushing attack. The Eagles average 162 rushing yards a game. 
maybe, just maybe, I want the running back that's a part of that starting in my fantasy league. And guys is like, he's an Eagles fan, by the way. Oh, that makes sense. I <laughs> What? I only have Jalen. I only drafted Jalen Hurts. I picked up Miles Sanders. Somebody dropped him. I picked him up. And then I have the Eagles defense, which that because I always have two defenses. I've been rotating the Packers and the Eagles all year. That's just what I've done. What do you what do you mean? That's that's what it comes to. Oh, that makes sense. Why? Because I took Jalen Hurts in the eighth round. Give me a break. Well, I'm coming after you, Chet. I beat fair. you in the last week of the season. I'm coming after you hard again, and I can't wait to win this league, even through all the adversity. To be fair, I'm public enemy number one. I'm public enemy number one, and I love it. I love. To it be all. fair, uh, it's not like at the beginning of the year, guys knew that you know Hawkinson and Daryl Henderson would have been. That's out not the point. Your, your, That's your, not the point. Last week. That's not um, the point. You should have your full roster available to you come playoff time. Yeah, but uh, wait. Uh, are we gonna have to? Are you gonna have to play week? Uh, what's the last week? Seven? No, it's eighteen, right? Is that we're going eighteen games, eighteen weeks? No, the championships next week. It's week sixteen. Is it next week? Okay. I was just wondering because I, I don't know if it was a situation where they were trying to avoid, you know, playing on the last. No, week. wait. No, no the time. reason it stayed like that, Goss was saying, is because there's fourteen teams in the league and everybody plays each other once, which I get, which I get. Mm-hmm. However. However, as cool of an idea as it is, it's also not great to not have your full team when you I also build don't your care team. about playing everyone once. Like if there's someone I don't play, I'm just like, okay, correct. Cool. Correct. Like, I, I, I don't even the, the league that I'm a commissioner of. I don't even look at the schedule. It auto generates. I don't give a shit. We just added another game this year. I, it, it, it's it's weeks 15. But yeah. 16 like and I 17. said last week, I don't know why, but the other Yahoo one I'm in was the same way. Like it didn't affect me because I uh I had to buy the first one buy. Um so I didn't have to worry about the fact that I couldn't start Hurts because I do have Hurts in that league. Um but, but I mean yeah, you were you you like, like have the first round buy. So it's one thing to lose in the play like sometimes in the playoffs injuries happen, right? And you get beat. That's fine. Yeah. But if I don't have my full squad available to me, the one that I built and worked up all year to get to the two seed, to not have them available in the first round of the playoffs, it's pretty shitty. It's pretty shitty. Um, and I mean, I won. So, so quit your bitching. But no, I, no, I it's it. not the point. It's not the point. Um, I'm coming after you, Chet. I am. I am. Um, yeah, you got to make it through Woods first. Yeah, really not <laughs> he didn't even draft his first like four picks because he couldn't say, pull it up on I'm Yahoo. Fast not if he not beats con- you, it's gonna be uh. not concerned. Not concerned. Um, speaking of though, let's do the fan. Hey, hey guys, I love you to death. I really do. Um, and this league has been really fun. Uh, uh just, just nah. frustrating. Not, not drafting freaking stupid Christian McCaffrey anymore. I'm done. No. I'm no, that it. that was bad. That was bad. But as the representative of sports with a Z and a T, I'm mm-hmm. still aiming to bring us a third straight championship. I'm trying to be happy for you. I'm trying to be happy for you. You have your other <laughs> leagues. You have your other leagues. Yeah, I know. But I, you know what's going to happen is I get this first round by, and then I'm probably going to fucking lose the first round I play. That's probably. just how it goes. Probably. And also in the other league that I'm trying that I have money on, I'm. Um, trying to claw my way in the playoffs i thought that uh last week was the last week 
but we are playing this week as well. Um, the playoffs haven't started, so um, yeah, that league. I don't know if we we're gonna be playing on the last the last week of the actual season, but whatever. Um, I'm trying to get into that, and it's like I, I told you before that everyone in that other division is making it except for like the bottom, and then like it's me and this one one guy fighting for the the last spot, and uh, also a first round bye because the winner of the other division gets a bye. So I'm fighting for a bye at seven and six. Actually, I think we both lost. We're both seven and seven fighting for a first round bye. Um, I needed to win. He needed to lose. We both lost. So again, I need I need to win. He needs to lose. So it sucks, but we're clawing our way and neither of us want to win it apparently. Um, but that's, that's how that one's going. Fantasy studs and duds. Do you have a, uh, do you have a stud for me this week? Um, yeah, I think this one's a pretty obvious one. I, I, you should definitely start, uh, James Connor because he's been a world beater in yeah. and of himself with, with, the Cardinals. with him, uh, with him getting an MRI on his ankle this week. Yeah. Oh, did he? You should, yeah. Oh yeah. He, oh, he heard his ankle in the last play of the game. He's, he oh, might not no, play. Well, I mean, whoever plays for Card, I don't care who plays. Edmonds like, will be back. So yeah. Okay. What, whatever running back is starting for, for, uh, the Arizona Cardinals play them because Arizona Cardinals have proved that they can run the ball uh, against just about anyone. Um, even at goal line stands. I mean, even at the goal line, Connor is able to get two touchdowns last week, even though he didn't have uh, a ton of yardage, um, but also they're playing Detroit. So like, let's be real here. They're going to put up a ton of points. And I think the running game is going to be heavily involved in that uh, attack. But yeah, uh, I'm going with whatever Cardinals running back is starting. Jesus Christ. What's your stud? I am going to go with Miles Gaskin against the Jets. This Dolphins offense has been playing much better of late, and they have been feeding Gaskin a little more and getting him more involved. Shocker, Dolphins offense playing better when they're getting Miles Gaskin involved. Um, Salvan Ahmed has been sprinkled in. Malcolm Brown might be back. I don't think it matters. Philip Lindsay is on the COVID list. Uh uh, the, this is Miles Gaskin's backfield, and the Jets give up the most fantasy points to running backs in all of football. Put two and two together, people. Um, let's go. To, let's go to duds this week, and there, the, there's a lot of bust matchups out there. However, uh, who who are you completely avoiding this week? Because there, there's 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 a couple people that you can think of. Um. Yeah. So. For this one, it, it was pretty simple for me. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and avoid all of my Giants starters. I don't – not even Saquon. I know that, again, people, we talked about sitting him a couple weeks ago, the fact that, you know, you probably drafted him in the first round. Maybe if he dropped to the high second round, maybe you got him there. But let's be real here. He is a shell of what he was. Combine that with how badly the, the, this Giants team is. Their offensive line is trash. They're going to be starting Mike Glennon again in all likelihood. Um, and even if they had Daniel Jones, I still wouldn't feel great about it. And this this Cowboys defense is balling, at least for the first half of that game against the uh, against Washington. They were you know forcing turnovers. Antonio Gibson fumbled. They're getting picks. They're getting sacks. Um, they're just really pestering the offense. So I really don't think that the giants are going to be able to move anything. So if you have anyone who could plug in, you know, like a miles Gaskin or, or, 
you know, pick up the Edmonds if he's available, if someone dropped him stupidly, um, or whoever, put them in in place of uh Saquon. But I also don't like the the pass catchers because you know they've got a ball hawking defense. Uh you got digs out there and you're gonna have Mike Lennon thrown to the wide receivers. So I just don't trust anything about the Giants offense right now. So I wouldn't even start Galladay or Shepard or any of them. DK Metcalf. It's becoming and and that is going to be hard for DK Metcalf owners to hear. <laughs> but he has become a true non-factor in this passing game he has failed to surpass 60 yards or even score a touchdown in each of seattle's last five games it's going to be facing jalen jalen ramsey he has jalen ramsey going up against him this week assuming he's back from covid since the week nine bye, taylor dk metcalf in a half point ppr league four five one eight and six points this is a wide receiver you probably took in the second round. So it's going to be hard for you to bench him. I understand that. However, there's going to be better options. And if the rest of Jalen Ramsey is on him, um, the non-factor is going to continue. And I, I would just, I, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta look at, you know, at this point with the likes and it applies to Saquon Barkley too, to your point. Like, I know you drafted these guys early. I, I have the problem with Allen Robinson. I mean, he's on my bench, and he's not starting. Um, I'm going to throw out another name for you that you might want to think about. At Terry McLaurin. I have him in multiple leagues, and I don't know if I'm starting him against a tough Eagles defense. Darius, Darius Slay. Because of the concussion. Might, right. might not matter but if he, anyway, but if but he still, does, Darius Slay. who zero points against the, uh, the Cowboys. Well, Darius Slay has given up three receptions over the last five weeks. Yeah. I just don't think Taylor Heineke is a good enough quarterback. Like it, it, it's sad to me because because I do think Terry McLaurin is a top five to ten, solidly top ten, maybe even top five wide receiver. He just can't showcase it enough because he just doesn't have a quarterback that can get him the ball. It sucks. I also don't like. I, I mean, if you were talking wide receivers to fade, as good as Michael Pittman has been, um, the way the game flow of that oh, game is no, going to be, not. I, I, I think. You know, with them running the ball, um, and the le- just the lack of opportunities there, plus the matchup is brutal for Pittman against JC Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, the focus will take him away from Carson. I think this is going to be kind of like that check down game to Carson. I look at the tight ends, guys like Jack Doyle or something like that with the Even Colts. More like Cox might be able to get. I, I I would not look Michael Pittman's way this week at well, all. Let's be honest, any of the Colts players. It's it's gonna be hard. The thing about Pittman is that like if the Colts do throw it, um, besides like the the chunk plays like to Doolin, where they maybe sometimes they throw deep and Pascal hasn't really been involved much. The little like interior stuff or outside stuff that's gonna go to Pittman because I just like T Y Hilton is not himself. He's not he hasn't been involved in the office really at all. So if there's any throwing being done, it's going to be the Pittman. But let's be honest, they're going to try to run it first. And if that doesn't work, which Bill Belichick's probably gonna try to stop the run because you know they're that's the best thing about them, and that's what you do if you're Bill Belichick. You take away their best thing. So honestly, they might have to throw it a lot more than you might think. Um, and Pittman might be involved. I'm not saying you should start him because he still might not do much, but uh, just keep that in mind. I mean, I'm not starting any Colts wide receivers. The only Colt you really should be starting in the playoffs soundly is probably Jason, Jonathan Taylor because he'll get his. Absolutely. Even against the Bucks, he was able to get 83 yards and a touchdown. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so that will do it for another episode of Sports with a Z and a T. 
obviously, as we get closer to the college football playoff, uh, we will start talking college football once again. But everybody, good luck in your first round of, unless you're in the Godzilla Media League, first round of the of the fantasy football playoffs. Um, and if you're sitting at home, sorry, uh, better luck next we're year. We're still trying to make the playoffs in that one league. Like, it's still, uh, we're not oh in the playoffs. God. And I'm still trying to, we're both seven and seven, just trying to claw our way back in. That's brutal. For our first round bye. For our first round bye. Like, if we win the division, we get a bye. So if I win and get in, I have a bye. It's the only brutal. way I can get in. Uh, good luck to your Colts, Taylor. Uh, good luck to my birds. And uh, obviously, it's going to be a jam-packed weekend full of football. Cannot wait. Uh, we will start to get to the NBA probably after the holidays just because, you know, we do have – and I don't even know if it's going to be immediately after the holidays because we have so – we don't want to go really longer than we do. We have – the NFL and the NFL playoffs to talk about, the college football playoff to talk about, um, and then we'll have a long, long time to talk NBA, right? Because we yeah, might not even worried about it. Because we, because because uh, we might not even have baseball to talk about. Because God knows when that'll be back. And then, um, I mean, so that, don't worry really... about uh, you NFL, uh, you NBA fans. We're gonna get into it, and we're gonna go. We promise. Because we're we gonna promise. have nothing else to talk about. We promise we're going to go heavy to the NBA scene very, very soon. And then obviously, you know, Bracketology, March Madness will be coming. So it, good things are ahead for us here with Sports with a Z and a T. Obviously, episodes will be shorter once that happens. But um, uh, we thank you guys for the support, especially during football season. It has been a fun, fun year. And it's hard to believe that it's kind of winding down. Um, you know, we're already at week 15 which is really, really, really hard to believe. Time flies when you're having fun. Am I right? Um, yeah. For Taylor, I am Bryce. We are Sports with a Z and a T. You can follow us at on Twitter at Sports Podcast and our Twitter accounts at ZBryce21 and at TLATS. Uh, you can find our episodes on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple. And uh, we are... Like I said, presented by Godzilla Media, sponsored by Mohawk Honda, Johnstone Supply in Troy, and Saving Face Barbershop up in Saratoga Springs. Stay safe out there. Good luck in Make those sure. fantasy. Oh, go ahead, Taylor. Oh, sorry. Make sure you guys, you know, rate, review, follow, do all this stuff, download, um, all those clicks. They all help us. And then tell your friends. Tell your friends if you like us. Just, you know, word of mouth is another great way to get, uh, you know, the spread. Spread the love. Tell people about sports with a Z and a T. You like us, even if you hate us, still do it. Yeah, even if you hate us, tell, those... your, tell your friends, tell your enemies. We don't those care. idiots. <laughs> Swan asshole is a Colts fan and thinks there's a rivalry between the Pats and one can't stop talking about the Eagles. Uh... <laughs> Whatever. All right, guys, uh, stay safe out there. Enjoy the football. Good luck in your playoffs, and we will catch you next week right here on Sports with a Z and a T. See ya.